Blueberry conducts physician-led support groups, helping people live healthier, happier lives, free from metabolic disease. And on our podcast, Blueberry with Dr. Lori Martis, we bring to you nutrition and lifestyle, medicine experts, and extraordinary guests to empower and inspire you with the knowledge and stories of plant-based lifestyle so that you can be your healthiest self. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today I'm excited to bring yet another exciting and transformational, inspirational story uh, from Melissa Allen. How are you today? Great. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to get into your story. Um, I know that you had written an article for Forks Over Knives, and that's always exciting to see them share stories as well. But maybe we can go back. So like, tell me a little bit about your history and how things were going. You were like, okay, and then where things kind of went south and then what you did to turn things around. We'll kind of go from there. Sure. Um, so it was definitely a long process. It was about a decade of just going through a lot of emotional turmoil, which everybody experiences, um, but sort of dealing with that in unhealthy ways. Um, maybe not always knowing that I was dealing with it unhealthy, but knowing that I could do better. Um, and that led to a lot of unhealthy habits, uh, unhealthy eating, uh, you know, self-medicating with drinking. I was a heavy smoker. I didn't do a lot of physical activity, which meant I spent a lot of time sedentary, which as we know, that directly affects your mental health. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that then. And um, I spent a lot of years just sort of stuck there. And um, I read a book that was recommended by my sister um, called The Cheese Trap. And it completely changed my life. I mm. thought, hmm, maybe I'll give this a try and see if eating, you know, making healthier eating choices um, helps. And it did almost immediately. Mm. And then it, that became sort of, a segue for me to make other healthy choices. So I'm curious what the conversation was, because that's a book that I don't hear many people say is their first entry in eating a whole food plant-based diet. Like, so I'm yeah. curious, what was the context around her recommending the cheese trap? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, she knew that I was obsessed with cheese. I mean, it was just kind of my go-to, my kind of my comfort food. You know, some people really like Taco Bell or some people, you know, go for um, sweet things. And for me, it was like, at the end of the day, if I, you know, wanted a snack or, um, some days I would start my day eating, um, like a whole thing of cottage cheese for breakfast or, you know, and I, in my head, I'm like, well, you know, I could make worse choices, but I didn't realize how bad of a choice I was making mm -hmm. and how that was affecting literally everything I did, you know, uh, starting my day off like that and how, much it affected my sleep patterns, all the things, all the things that changed for me when I stopped. And what really resonated with me in that book was how addictive that type of food can be. Mm -hmm. And knowing already, maybe not admitting it quite yet, but knowing already that I had some addiction issues, um, you know, with things that I used to feel better, I thought, oh my gosh, am I also doing this with cheese? Is it possible that I'm addicted to this too? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I said, when I started making the decision to, to 
eliminate those things. It was just amazing how quickly things changed for me. And yeah, that book is, um, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but for those of you listening that aren't, it's written by doctors and it has a lot of um, medical facts tied to it. There's not a lot of, well, I guess there are personal stories in it, but um, I was surprised too that it it hit so hard, but there were so many things, um, you know, that, that I didn't realize I was doing just by the, just like the food choices I was making. It just, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. Cheese is a hard one for a lot of people, especially (laughs) women. Um, you know, I just tell people, you know, before I switched to a plant-based diet 10 years ago, I was, you know, cheese and I were in in love. (laughs) So it's like, but we are, I think we're just raised that way, right? You're giving our kids like these little cheese sticks and we're yes. presenting them with all these, uh, you know, cheesy commercials. And then there's the yeah. government, they you know, get me started on the government and how they help support our yeah. cheese addiction. Um, but so great. So you were, can you tell me just kind of your state of physical and mental health prior to reading the book? And then we yeah. can kind of walk into your transition as you started eating healthier and em- employing healthier habits. Yes. Um, so at the time, I mean, looking back, everybody that goes through trauma or, um, you know, deals with say, life, <laughs> um, I think they realize once they're through it, like, wow, I didn't know how bad it was or how, what, how low it actually got. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, um, I didn't have the I didn't have the mental, I wasn't healthy mentally enough to make good food choices. It was like, I was doing what was easiest to get me through the day where if, if I would have taken the initiative to start with that, it might've, you know, I might've turned things around a little bit sooner. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wish I would have had, you know, somebody to give me that advice, but I just, I was, I was doing the best I could at the time. Um, when things started to turn around for me, when I decided or realized, wow, I could probably make some better choices that would make it easier for me to do things like exercise or, um, you know, give me more energy to meet different goals. You know, I always, I always thought, wow, you know, I could, cause I, when I was younger, I was an athlete. And then I went through this time where I wasn't, um, and I remember that always feeling good. And I just thought, I wonder how I could get back there. And um, almost immediately after I made the decision to start eating healthier, I, was, I had more energy. I was able to do more of the things that made me feel good and not realizing that the food, the fuel was the starting point. A lot of people think, okay, I have to quit smoking. I have to quit drinking. I need to exercise more. Those are huge things. Of course, you know that you have to do that. Nobody does Mm -hmm. those things thinking that they're healthy. But what I did is I took a different route to get to there. You know, I started eating healthy and then all of a sudden all these other things became so much easier. And it was, Mm -hmm. it, it really, when I say it saved my life, it, it really did. I know that if I hadn't done that first, I wouldn't have been able to recognize those things and get those little lifts where I'm like, oh, I have energy to go for a walk at the end of the day instead of just like, you know, go right into sitting on the couch 
watching TV. Mm -hmm. So um, prior, so it sounds like there was some mental struggles as well, which we can talk about that because they're, it's really interesting when you start feeding your body anti-inflammatory foods, the brain inflammation, mood improves, things like that. Certainly see that with many, many patients, but um, and physically, how were you feeling? Was there joint discomfort? Like what were your actual symptoms that you were uh, able so, to describe? So again, I didn't know. I didn't know I was mm -hmm. in pain. Oh. Um, I didn't know that I could feel better. I just got used to it. I got used to the pain. Mm -hmm. I got used to not sleeping. I got used to how it felt to not sleep. I got used to, you know, the uh, constant headaches or that drop in the midday where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I can barely keep my eyes open. Um, I had, I would, um, you know, lose my breath getting the groceries out of the car or, you know, playing with my son or just mm -hmm. things that I, I just would compensate for, which I think a lot of people do that when they get to that point, they just, you know, don't think that anything's wrong. I noticed, um, as the weight started coming off, my knees didn't hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, you know, constantly get out of bed and think, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, having to sit on the bed for a minute to, to even get to the bathroom or any of those things. It's like, you know, I was, I was bouncing out of bed. I was, um, you know, doing things that I, I couldn't have done before. Um, moving furniture around. I remember thinking, wow, I never would have been able to do this before. Um, mm -hmm. I remember sitting with my son, um, on the sidewalk and we were, you know, we were just outside playing and that, that would have been something that would have been comfortable for me, you know, before I started yeah. eating better. So you're, you had become so accustomed to not feeling well, you just considered that normal. Like you had forgotten what it was like to be well, so to yeah, speak. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Not an uncommon thing. And what's interesting is when you start employing eating these plant foods and these amazing nutrients, it's such a rapid change that people can actually take notice. Sometimes if you have a really slow improvement, people really struggle with like, they forget how bad they felt. But what's beautiful about this is that it's just like, bam, You're like, oh, wow. Like you said, with your knees and getting out of bed and playing with your son, that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about um, like, what ended up happening? Like your weight loss, how much did you lose? And then where did you go from there with this newfound freedom? Um. So overall, I think the big chunk of weight in the beginning was right around 70 pounds. And that wow. happened um, over like a year, mm. maybe a little more, but, um, and it, you know, it, that's enough weight where it was happening regularly enough where I was seeing results weekly, um, not only with inches and being able to fit into clothes, but also just being able to move and and do the things that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I mean, I've lost a total of probably 80 to 90 pounds um, wow. since I went plant-based, which was in 2018. Great. Um, and then the majority of that was in the first year and I've kind of maintained and, um, you know, lost even a little more just with the, ability to do things that, that I want to do. I, um, 
running is my, my big thing that mm -hmm. became easier and easier. In fact, when I first started, I couldn't run, um, but I would walk and mm -hmm. I would walk to the gym. I would, you know, do as much of a workout as I could walk home. I would make time to walk or run during my lunch breaks at work. And it occurred to me um, that those things could be easier if I gave up some of the other bad habits and, <laughs> you know, all, all the things that sort of fell in line when I realized this, this eating is, is really the, the starting point for me of, mm -hmm. and what you put in your body. I, I, we say it all the time, but it's true. It's mm -hmm. it, what you put in is what you get out. And that, mm -hmm. that was so clear for me right mm -hmm. away. So I'm curious how you're sleeping for you, because I feel like if you can get food and sleep right, mm -hmm. everything else falls into place. Yeah, it'll like be easy, right? More. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so tell me, what was your sleep like and how is your sleep now? Um, so uninterrupted is a word I would use to describe it now, which that's everybody's goal, I guess, right? Is to mm -hmm. just have those great night's sleep. Um, I didn't know what a good night's sleep was. And part of that was becoming a mom. Part of that was, mm -hmm. um, you know, using alcohol most nights to fall asleep or some other, uh, you know, sleeping pill. I, uh, I had no idea the amount of energy and how good I would feel if I actually slept through the night. And I'm talking like six hours, not even eight. Now I sleep easily eight hours. You know, my, I'm very normal. I go to bed at the same time. I wake up at the same time. So, you know, most nights, and that's easier mm -hmm. to do when, when you put yourself on a schedule and make it a priority. And mm -hmm. I know I struggled to sleep it, from early on, just not understanding how important it was. Mm. Um, so the, when I started eating plant-based food, it was almost like my body would calm down easier at night. Mm. And I didn't have the indigestion or just the discomfort of, you know, um, things that would, would give you like a huge, high with, you know, sugar or whatever it is. I mean, this, the same way you feel if you um, go through the fast food line and you get that immediate, you know, sensation of this feels good. Mm -hmm. And then it was like at the end of the day, all of that would come crashing down and it would be mm -hmm. really hard to sleep. Um, just, and also just knowing that I made bad choices. I mean, nobody mm -hmm. wants to feel that way. Um, mm -hmm. But now it's, it's easier. It, it feels good. It feels good to lay down. It feels good to let my body relax. And mm -hmm. I feel like the sleep is, you know, it's, it's worth it. It was like before I was just struggling, struggling, struggling to just calm down and rest. And now it's like, I'm actually sleeping. It's quality. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So quality and quantity. Yeah. So, um, and now you have, you spoke of your son, how many kids do you have? Just yeah. one. Just one. Just how one. He is 14. Nice. Is yeah. he joining you on your journey of plant-based eating? So he, um, he does his best. And so the, the, the one movie I really got him to 
sit and watch was the game changers um, mm-hmm. because he is an athlete. And um, the one, the thing that I explained to him is that if he wants to be better, he needs to make different choices than everybody. And I am so proud when I see him in between his games, he plays basketball. He um, is always encouraging his teammates to, you know, not head out to McDonald's or get the quick fix. Mm -hmm. Um, I try really hard to make food for them to snack on between games and just healthy choices. A lot of peanut butter, Mm -hmm. a lot of protein shakes, a lot of um, plant-based protein bars. Mm -hmm. So he, he still indulges sometimes in foods Mm -hmm. that are not totally vegan, but he Mm -hmm. Uh, really understands the importance of it. And I, and it's, it's so cool to hear him talk about it. And, you know, obviously he watched me um, benefit from it. So. Gotcha. Yep. No, I I can appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So 10 years ago, when we went on a plant-based diet, uh, my kids were 13, 15 and 18. And um, they're, they're all plant-based now. They're, you know, mid to late twenties and my husband as well, but it was right. It was, it's a transition, but yeah. one of the first things, um, especially my youngest, they were all athletes, but the youngest, <clears throat> he would play, you know, we've lived in a small town in Western Colorado and he would do, he was playing varsity baseball in ninth grade, but he would do, they would do back-to-back games because you're a small town. Yes. You travel. Mm-hmm. It's like it's exactly one's home and then the next one's home. So it's like yeah. the and so Gabe would go from playing either shortstop, catcher, or pitching and not have any issues. And they're like, mm-hmm. what is he doing for recovery? I'm like, look at what he's putting in his body on a day-to-day basis, guys. And then that was really fun to see the parents and the coaches take notes and really yeah. start employing some of those things. But it was really fun. But I totally get the the athletes. I when <laughs> Gabriel was he one day game changers come out that was I think Gabe was 18 then and uh <laughs> we had uh he was we were still in here in Colorado and I watched it with Gabe he had actually hit a tree snowboarding oh no yeah yeah let me tell you as lucky as alive but he ended up having surgery and two plates and like 22 screws so I came and stayed we were living in Washington state at the time but I came and stayed with him in Boulder where we live now but he was uh in college he just finished at CU University of Colorado and was interesting. So they were doing a game changer. So I made him sit with these. I'd already seen kind of the rough cut already, but mm-hmm. I made him sit. Then I knew this part of it. There was that part about the urologist and <laughs> the young athletes. And I'm a yeah. physician. I mean, I've been pretty blunt with the kids about different things. And they're talking about, you know, sexual function and stuff. I was like, Hey, hey, Gabe, there you go. And he's like, Oh my goodness, mom. So that was actually one of my favorite <laughs> harassment <laughs> moments, but you're exactly right. We got to speak to them to things that are important to them, you know, your performance, uh, their future, the climate change is a big one for my daughter. Um, She's a physician now as well. She's in her physician family medicine residency in uh, Boston, but that's one of the main main things that was really important for her. Um, And, you know, so it's just really fun to see what resonates with these kids um, especially, but yours is going to be such a great thing because you're giving him the gift of health and he doesn't even know it yet. that's great. That's he, um, the, the other thing that really made him consider it was uh, recovery time because mm-hmm. he gets yeah. banged around a lot. And, you know, there, he's, he's just a rough kid. I mean, yeah. and I, oh. 
Yeah, boys don't him. special. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, how? I, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, oh, sometimes yeah. he looks like a rag doll out there, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. But yeah. I have explained over and over again to him that if he's going to do that and risk the possibility of getting injured, this is the best thing he can do mm-hmm. in order to ensure a quick recovery, you know, mm-hmm. at least set the stage for that. Yeah. So, you know, when Gabe hurt his leg and he had that surgery, he recovered very quickly. And the orthopedic surgeon, the physical therapist, like, I don't know what you're doing, but Kedron was like, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, but that was one thing, but also, you know, with your training, right? Exactly what you're describing. If you have faster recovery, you can train harder and sooner. Um, and that's where, you know, the skill set will start increasing. And that's really really important for athletes. So I love that. Um, he's already understanding his own body. And when I have parents who have smaller children, like four to six, seven, and you know, what, what I did when I transitioned the family overnight, I said, when we go out, you guys eat what you want, but when we're at home, this is what you're getting. This is, I'm not your short order cook. I'm a busy mom. I'm a physician and you're going to get what you got. It'll, it may or may not taste good. I'm going to try really hard to make it taste good. But what was funny was um, and our diet didn't change drastically, drastically, but it certainly removed some things. Um, but what was funny was you start seeing over a year, you know, they stopped ordering the chicken. They started ordering the tofu. And I'm like, yes, yeah. finally. Working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I know really it's fun. amazing. It is. It is. It's a <laughs> lot of fun. And then when you start seeing them recruiting friends, that's oh. even better. Agreed. <laughs> or they're like, oh, mom, can you make this for me and my school yes. function? I'm like, oh, yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Um, that is, that's excellent. Um, so now tell us a little bit about, you know, you said you were running and I know in your article, you spoke to running uh, some half marathons and stuff. So yeah. tell us all about that. Cause that's really fun. Cause I, I don't think people understand just the freedom and the excitement yeah. of being able to move your body the way you want to. Um, I didn't know that running was going to end up helping me, um, more mentally than it ever did physically. And that's huge for me to maintain mental health, whole being wellness, um, particularly just understanding the connection between moving my body, breathing, taking that time away from my phone, away from my email, just like connecting with myself. And who knew it was, Mm -hmm. all I had to do is get some good shoes and (laughs) I could do it anywhere. I mean, you know, talking about my son and his sports, he, you know, he does a lot of travel. I can work out anywhere between games. I, as long as I have my shoes, I just, um, I just go put them on and go. And so my goal, when I, when I very first started was, wow, it'd be great to do, you know, a 5k. So I did that. And then I made a goal to do a half marathon. Um, and I, I gave myself quite a bit of time to prepare for it. But the, the first one I did, um, I ran the whole thing, you know, I went, I followed a training program and the, the way that that made me feel to complete it was, so, I mean, I think no matter what I accomplish, that's going to be one of the biggest things that I've set out to do. And, you know, I was still a little overweight at the time. So it was, it was hard. It was difficult. Mm-hmm. It still would be hard. I running a half marathon is, 
it's far. Mm -hmm. Um, But that just sort of lit a fire to Mm -hmm. not only maintain a relationship with running, but not get hurt so that I could still run, you know, Mm -hmm. um, with, and that is why diet is very important. Sleep, all Mm -hmm. those things. Um, Mm -hmm. Last year I trained for the Detroit marathon um, and I got to about mile 20 and I hurt my back. I recovered quickly, but I missed, I missed it, um, which yeah. is okay. I still, yeah. that's still something that I, you know, aspire to do. And I, I think it's very possible. It's all, it's very time consuming, obviously to train, but yes. um, I stepped back a little and realized that the gift is the training is mm. being able to, to do all these things and, you know, wake up and have it no problem, go run seven miles or, you know, whatever my, my training run was for that day. And to be able to complete it mm-hmm. with, you know, time to spare. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. the, the marathon training is very uh, time consuming, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> um, but uh, there's something about mile 20. Don't feel bad. Mile 20 to 22 will get a lot of people in a marathon. I've, I've been a runner for a long time as military and I love the running and hiking and all that good stuff. But yeah, absolutely. The, the, just that you can look back and think, four years ago, you wouldn't have been able to run around the block, but now you're like 20 miles. Are you kidding? This is great. Right. So phenomenal. Um, I always get asked for people who have had amazing improvements and done these. I was like, what do you eat in a day? Because if I don't ask, I will get comments. So please (laughs) tell us us what you eat in a day. (laughs) No, I'd love you. Um, So definitely I start out with coffee. I mean, that's just my thing that's still one of my vices probably always will be um mm-hmm. I try to keep it to like two cups and that's um, fine. yeah yeah uh, I do avocado toast almost every morning and I have incorporated other vegetables into that too because it's just an easy way to get the veggies in so I'll you know put chopped peppers or um tomatoes on top and then the everything but the bagel seasoning everybody loves uh, that that's delicious. so delish yeah mm-hmm. It makes everything <laughs> so good. Um, so that's usually my first meal. I eat probably, depending on how far I'm running, I'll probably eat between five and six times a day. Um, so sometimes I'll split that up. Like it'll be a, I'll do a bagel and I'll eat one half, you know, um, at some point mid morning. And then again, early afternoon, um, I do a lot of beans, a lot of beans, a lot of rice. Um, Mm -hmm. as many veggies as I can, because I found out after eating this way for a while, it really does matter what you fill yourself with. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I hate that feeling of, and mainly because it's a trigger for me, that, um, uncomfortable feeling of just eating too much. Mm. And I noticed that that would happen sometimes if I ate too many beans or too much pasta or too much rice, it doesn't Mm -hmm. ever happen for me if I eat vegetables. So I try to do that first and Mm. there's not a vegetable. I don't like, I didn't always love them, but I have grown too. And so anything I can, you know, chop up, put into a salad, anything like that. Um, I do a lot of tortillas, you know, stuffed with beans or vegetables or, you know, lots of hummus would Mm. be a base that I would eat a lot of. Um, 
and that's really it. I mean, that's most my, I'm, I eat vegetables and I eat starches, um, and grains and I'll do sometimes a protein shake. If that's what I have time for, there's a couple that I like that, you know, you could either put almond milk in or even just water and, Mm -hmm. um, and then I do love the, uh, plant-based ice creams. Oh, Mm -hmm. they're so good. There's so many. There are so many people are like, how do you eat ice cream? I'm like, Jenny, all you have to do is look, especially here where I live. It's like, there's so, mm. there's so many options. I feel thankful for that, but definitely mm. into the coconut ice cream. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you found a way of eating that sustains your health, your energy, and you don't feel deprived. It's simple. It's cheaper for sure. Um, Excellent. And then as far as any advice, you know, I like to, to wrap things up to really use your experience and share that with the audience. So besides your story, which can be inspirational, what advice do you like to give people or where do you see people struggling? How would you like to uh, give them a helping hand? So I think people give up too quickly. You know, we don't give each other or ourselves enough grace and it's hard. It's hard to be well, but it's really hard to not be well. Mm. And that is just that that's going to take time for you to recognize or realize. And, you know, just because you fall off and, you know, make an unhealthy food choice or you skip your workout or that it's okay. That just Mm. keep moving. That's all you have to do is just keep trying and it gets so much easier and then it just sort of becomes second nature. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try really hard to help people understand that it starts mentally. You have mm-hmm. to start there and then everything else just kind of falls into place. And it's I'm not curious. easy every day, but. I love that you said that. So, cause some people think that action moves to thoughts, right? So you have to start moving and then you start having the thoughts, but you're, I'm in agreement with you. I think you have to have the thinking and the thoughts in place, which will inform the, the actual action. What is, I like how you said that. Why, why do you feel like that? It took the thoughts first and then came the action. I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I, I say it because it, that's what happened for me. Mm-hmm. I would picture myself crossing the finish line or, and this awesome. was before I was even running. I mean, this is when I was just like, I just would think about that. I, and I would think about, you know, the people that were there supporting me and mm. the people that I was making proud and more importantly, making myself proud. I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. what moves us. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I know that once you become mentally healthier, mm-hmm. that it makes it easier to make good choices. Um, because why wouldn't you? I mean, mm-hmm. you do what feels good. It feels good to have positive thoughts and, and think good things. So mm-hmm. that turns into other things and, and gives you sort of the drive and the energy and the motivation and, you know, giving yourself grace. That's a huge thing too, because mm-hmm. you can't expect everything to happen overnight. 
what was that again? I'm sorry, cut out just a little bit. You can't expect everything to happen overnight. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. No, you're exactly right. And I love that you basically envisioned where you were going and then your mind's like, oh, is that where we want to go? So let's, <laughs> let's go. So it's just, yeah. your brain was pulling you into the direction that you wanted to go. So yeah. I love that. And I think it's very powerful. Our brains are so powerful. Our thoughts yeah. are so powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. That's wonderful. Well, Melissa, thank you again for taking your time with us today. And I'm really excited to share your story with the audience. And I'm really hopeful that um, we'll have a lot of positive feedback because I, I think it, it will really encourage people. I like how you had a big mental um, health piece of that because I think it's really underspoke about. We speak so much about the physical health, but we really ignore the mental health and it really is hand in hand. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely.